1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard The countdown to a top weekend of cup action is on With the small matter of Rangers welcoming Celtic Stephen Glass says Scott Brown's shown ambition By swapping Glasgow for a new role at Aberdeen And Ollie McBurney is a doubt for the Euros After being ruled out for the rest of the season I'm Gordon Duncan And joining me tonight is Gordon DL and Mark Wilson Yeah, got the Scottish Cup to look forward to this weekend Gordon starts tomorrow night, 6pm St Mirren kick is off against Inverness and that stretches all the way through to Sunday 3pm Rangers v Celtic I don't think anybody's in any doubt what the tie of the round is I think the other teams will be rubbing their hands at this stage knowing fine well that one of those sides have to go out the competition and it opens it up for a place at the final later on in May so looking forward to this weekend always a few shocks in there at this stage of the competition yeah, you just wonder, to Sunday yeah, you just wonder where the shocks will come from I agree with Mark you'll always Flag up one, Gordon. Um, it certainly won't be at Fur Park tomorrow night. I think Muller will take care of Bowie's Morton. And then, you know, a lot of good games over the weekend, a lot of exciting games. Would you and be tempted to go and, you know, pull up a ladder or, you know, try and peek through the gate and get, get a wee sneak peek at that? I know it's local. I've, and I've got the binoculars ready. The window, window, have you? Yeah. What do you usually use them uh, for? Yeah, I've been practicing. I've got a good view right into Fur Park. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, I watch it on my season ticket on the TV, as you do. And um, looking forward to Sunday. A massive, massive game, I'm sure. We're now at the build up. 0141-951-1025 That is the number you need To get in touch tonight And I don't say this lightly But Gordon DL is right Just a couple of days to go A bit of a, a different looking weekend With the fixtures having moved So let's really crank up the, the build up To that game between Rangers and Celtic And all the other cup action How are you feeling? How are you feeling ahead of it? Is it at the confidence stage? The nervous stage? The optimistic, pessimistic? Which is it? Who should play? Who shouldn't play? All the usual pre-match questions this is surely the night to start it Because it's been a, a busy old week Let's turn our attentions to the weekend's action With you on the phone So do not hang about Pick up that phone 01419511025 And let us know what is on your mind Anything else that you want to get off your chest Before we get going No, Anything else we've missed? Um, no? All good? No good Let's go We're ready did, for it tonight did, did I hear him refer to himself As the Kirkcaldy Romario Just walking I meant to raise did, that yeah. um, We'll maybe get back to that A bit later on It's yeah. disturbed me And it's sort of thrown me off My <laughs> train of thought At the start of the show um, Anyway yeah. right Pick up that phone Let us know what you've got You can tweet us as well We're at Clyde SSB If you would rather Tweet your kindest words To Gordon DL And Mark Wilson you can do that as well. What are your thoughts generally ahead of it, Mark? We'll we'll dig in deeper and you know who should play and picking your team and all the rest of it. But how much are you looking forward to this one? Well, I'm because it's the Scottish Cup. Um, lucky enough to play in Scottish Cup uh, tie against Rangers, and it does have a slightly different feel to it than your run of the mill week game. Um, you know, you get that impression that both teams can go for it. I was ten years ago that. Went to Ibrox and, and drew 2-2 two -two with Rangers It still remains my favourite game in a Celtic shirt Playing against Rangers And people say, well, you didn't win it But just the game, because there was such because freedom it was a cup feel It was a cup oh, really? feel There was such freedom The league brought about its own pressures um, in that season Now, I know it's slightly different But it's just getting away from league business 
um, Teams can throw caution to the wind I don't expect the two teams to sit back I think they'll have a real go at each other I think there's plenty of quality On show on both sides um, to serve up a real cracker, so that's what I'm looking forward to. I hope they don't, <laughs> hope they don't go against that and be defensive and and try and hold out. Um, you know, of course, you can hold out for a replay, but try and drag the game out. I really think the way Celtic have played over the last couple of games under John Kennedy, particularly Saturday, shows promise. Rangers are obviously confident as well how they've just continued their season from week to week. So I think we're in for a cracker. Look at, look at this. how humble is this guy I mean he's talking about Rangers 2 Celtic 2 His favourite Cup game mm. His favourite that, that went to the replay And then the, the, oh, yeah, the, the, He's trying to sit there so And pretend yeah, He doesn't want us to mention it. And he scored in the I replay I bring that up That's past, the point you know. So he's tried to pretend That the 2-2 draw In the first game Was his favourite No 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 And hope that we wouldn't Remember what happened I know, there I know this guy that, What this guy's done is He's loaded the gun With the bullets And let you fire them He's built you up for this Guarantee no No, no, you bring up that game I expertly chipped the keeper Yeah um, Honestly Gordon It was my favourite game See if you look at that 2-2 game Where the, there was plenty of quality in show On uh, both sides And Players just Threw themselves into the game You know Didn't hold back The way we played We went down to 10 men that game But we still went for it There was that Kind of win or bust That's that's basically it But There was a safety net Of a Of a replay In those days Slightly different now A place to a finish On Sunday Which I think Adds to the occasion as well Gordon Do me a favour I'd like to Listen to the Mark Wilson podcast After the show tonight If you don't mind Recording this It's Any taking more? us A trip down memory lane Well Who else is Going to <laughs> bum me up Apart from me <laughs> What's the significance Of this one Gordon At the weekend Um. I think it's because of what's happened this season, Gordon. You've got Rangers who have been absolutely brilliant, uh, won the league by a canter, and you've got to say that. Against a Celtic team that started the season, everybody was looking at 10 in a row, they'd won treble after treble, and they could end up winning nothing. Uh, they're in a situation, they've not even got a manager. Their chief exec's leaving, they've changed that. And I'm sure that people will come on and say, well, look... It's all about getting to the end of the season. It's all about starting again, new manager, Celtic fans. No, it's not. It's about beating Rangers on Sunday. And for Rangers, it's about going and trying and win the double. Steven Gerrard will be desperate for the Scottish Cup, no doubt. And so will Rangers players. So I think there's a great deal of excitement about this game, Gordon. I think it'll be a cracker. I looked at Celtic on Sunday. Uh, Saturday, sorry. And I'm not buying into, well, it's only Livingston because Livingston... Deservedly finishing the top six He changed the system Forrest come back Bit of freshness And I thought played terrifically well Rangers against Hibs You know the, the goals that they're scoring The confidence You look at Kent's goal I just think we're in for a terrific game of football Does this matter even more to Celtic Mark? Is that such a thing? Does it matter more given the way the league campaign's gone? Um, Well, yeah, I I would say so Now, no doubt Rangers will want to do the double Like Daz says Um, It's been so long uh, since they've had a Scottish Cup But Celtic season have been so poor And they go there um, with the hope of winning another Scottish Cup But Stoughton Rangers hopes uh, of winning the Scottish Cup And that's the that is the be all and end all For John Kennedy and his side This this week Going into that game Knowing that they can put a, a small dent In Rangers season It has been outstanding Up until now And those Celtic players Can put a wee dent in that And further their own ambitions Of winning the season 
uh, or finish the season with a wee bit of silverware and that'll that, listen with Eddie Howe not being announced and it keep rolling on I'll do John Kennedy's Chances the world are good if he goes to Ibrox and wins. 01419511025. That is the number you need. So get in touch right now and let us know how you're feeling ahead of Sunday. Both sides, are you feeling confident? Any pre match nerves starting to settle in? What are you thinking ahead of this one? Give us all your pre match thoughts. David in Pollock Shields is going to kick us off. What about you, David? As a Rangers fan, the league is in the bag. You've not lost to Celtic this season. Does that fill you with confidence or do you get the usual? Uncertainty in the days leading up Always uncertain Nervous as a bag of kittens right now <laughs> And uh, <laughs> No it, it never changes It never changes Previous forms out the window Is always with these games um, And I think uh, The fact that There's not been a great amount Of domestic football played Since Rangers wrapped up the title Yeah You know That that could have an effect um, and Celtic have certainly shown uh, a bit more stability on the park at, at their side as well. So it does make it absolutely fascinating, that's for sure. What about but, the, yeah. the, the kind of the, the inc- we're talking about the incentives, David? Like both teams always want to win these games. That goes without saying, hugely important. But we're we're talking about for Celtic, it's about trying to salvage a season. For Rangers, it's about you know trying to do a double. And w- would that send out some sort of message as to just how dominant domestically they've been? Do, do you buy into that? Is it is it symbolically important to go and win this and, and keep winning things? Hundred percent, hundred percent. The old firm don't do second best. It's as simple as that. You know, you're, you're in it to win. It was the point being there. Otherwise, um, you know, when you're one at a two horse race, then second's no good. So. No, the incentive's there for everybody um, And that again, that's what makes it absolutely compelling yeah. as usual I mean Mark, there's a long way to go in this competition And let's not disregard a- any other team in it Who will fancy their chances as well What what about that then? You, you've given us the Celtic perspective Which is, look, try and salvage your season You can't go trophyless, you know, try and, and do something For Rangers, is there a... An aspect to this Where you want to go on That winning habit You want to rack up A couple of trophies And And Sort of Keep your foot on Celtic course, yeah. if that makes sense keep, yeah. keep them at arm's length Well Rangers have done The hard job The hard job was winning the league And winning it early So they can tick that off But they can't just rest in that If you're going to be A successful uh, Manager A success Or classed as a, a Real successful player You've got to win More than one trophy And that's what This Rangers team have got to have ambitions to do. I'm pretty sure Stephen Gerrard has. He's ticked it off as a player, as a manager. Getting the first one out of the way must take huge pressure off your shoulders, a huge relief. But it gives you a thirst for even, you know, further success. And that comes in the Scottish Cup, the major cup competition in this country, where they failed in a couple of seasons in the past under Stephen Gerrard. He will want to put that right. That means beating Celtic. And listen, it would just be another tick. Off his list If he can put Celtic Out the Scottish Cup The cup that they've won For the last four years If he can Eliminate them at this stage He must look at the other teams And go We've faced most of them This season They've put up a wee bit Of a challenge But we've always had the answer. Well I mean St Mirren in the League Cup Would be a, a reminder Gordon Of mm-hmm. just what it takes To go and win this You know Being the dominant team In the country And winning Nine weeks out of ten Isn't always going to be enough To, to win your cup And Rangers will have that lesson to, to draw on from this season Yeah um, But their full concentration is obviously on Probably the hardest draw uh, Celtic um, I think the the slight advantage Is the fact that Rangers have got home advantage That always helps as well Gordon Even with no fans? Yeah 
I do because uh, you're used to playing in that pitch and everything about it. Um, I just think we're in for a cracker because it doesn't matter, right? Rangers have won the league and everybody says that's a big one. The big one's on Sunday now. That's forgotten about. Mark's played with Celtic. I started my career at Rangers and you're brought up with that. Okay, you win it, celebrate it, but you've got Celtic again or you've got Rangers again. We've got to go and win it. We've got to go and beat them, try and put them in the place, get the bragging rights. Rangers, Stephen Gerrard, will be wanting that double. John Kennedy is putting himself out there for a manager's job. He's come out, he's stirred it up brilliantly. I'm thinking with the fact that he's saying about, listen, we've still got the best uh, squad, best team uh, in Scotland I think that's brilliant It, it just stirs up that's his, This is what this game's all about Gord. Is there a part of you As a, as a Rangers fan David that, that wants to put The cup competitions right as well Because Europe's been excellent Under Steven Gerrard As of this season The league has now been excellent But, but that would maybe be the one Box that's left unchecked Isn't it The cups There's been a few disappointments in there Aye 100% Absolutely I think the, the hardest one for me Well St Mirren was hard enough this season But to, um, to get to the final against Hibs was, And then lose it the way we did Was exceptionally disappointing um, No we need to put that right And as I, I think you've already said it Stephen Gerrard knows what's at stake um, The guy's a born winner You know And, and he, he's a proven champion as a player uh, especially in cup competitions funnily enough with Liverpool you know it's, in fact it's all been cup competitions uh, because they never won a league title at Liverpool but um, no I'm, I'm, I'm perfectly comfortable and, and confident in, in where Rangers are right now but it's not where they are right now it's how they turn up on Sunday and as long as they come with the A game I don't see anything in the Celtic locker that's going to stop them Yeah well that's an interesting take Mark because on one hand given the league Gap, you know the the points gap and the way this season's gone. I imagine a lot of Rangers fans hoped, expected. I don't know what the, the most appropriate word is that that they would give Celtic a real going over at some point because you look at some of the league results and it, it would be possible. The last couple of head to heads, the the kind of performance level, we've not really seen that. We've not seen an absolute battering of Celtic. But if you're Rangers, you would say, well, we've not been great. They've been much improved and they still haven't managed to beat us. Yeah. You can see both sides. Yeah, it's it's in the balance. Um you're right, the last couple of games, game at Celtic Park, I thought Celtic were the better side in the first half, but again didn't put Rangers uh, to bed and Rangers equalised and they weren't at the best Rangers that day, but they managed the game out and Celtic missed chances, weren't clinical enough. Same at Ibrook, Celtic were much better, much better side, but Rangers still found a way. Um so not much between the teams, obviously going back to was it October? Where the, the teams met And it was a very different Celtic side uh, Rangers were the dominant side But the last two You've got to take it from the last two The most recent ones Hasn't much between them And I think if you're John Kennedy And you're hoping that James Forrest makes it And you have a similar team to what wind up against Livingston I think he'll go in there thinking Yeah we can get Rangers And we can hurt mm-hmm. them And they've got players who have been successful at Ibrox before And they will fancy their chances Even though like you say The, the huge league gap I think in cup games In any given day Celtic will fancy their chances At Ibrox Before we let you go David What else have you got I know you've got some other Stuff on your mind I know Just after listening To last night's show I tried to phone in But you were obviously Way too busy um, It's just about that whole uh, Cadella Nonsense And Slavia Prague and, and I was hearing chat About you know Well you know Is it feasible To kick Slavia Out of the tournament This that and the other not only is it feasible he kicks Slavia out of the tournament, I'm old enough to remember, and I'm sure there are many others like me, when an entire country 
was banned from all European competition uh, because he fanned violence at the time. Now, I'm not suggesting that the Czech Republic get completely banned for Europe, but mm-hmm. I, I certainly think that there's a... Uh, you know, where there's a will, there's a way. It's up to UEFA. Mm-hmm. UEFA has the rules. They're, they're the ones with yeah. the keys. You know, they're the ones that decide what's going on. And I don't... I, I, it just baffles me that they give this guy a 10-game ban, which plainly shows that they see him guilty, and yet they do nothing to the club given their behaviour after the fact. But they can ban Zay Kamara for a reaction after, uh, for three games. Well, nonsense. The, the, Absolute nonsense. This has had a few developments today, and D- David, I'm, I'm sure lots of people listening will be kind of nodding along and, and wanting stronger punishment. But in case we were in any doubt about the way certain members of UEFA feel about these things, I don't know if you saw the interview with Alexei Sorokin. He's UEFA's member on of the FIFA Council, and uh, he did an interview in Sky Sports News today saying that the ten match ban for Andre Cadella was correct, and it is a waste of time. To criticise the length of that suspension That does not sound like an organisation David Who've got any intention whatsoever Of taking this further Aye well, In that case then You know um, For me Moving forward What I would really like to see And I'm, uh, I'm minded again And it was brought up last night again And I'll bring it up one more time And, and uh, actually again have the chance to Thank Celtic and Scott Brown uh, For their position on the, uh, the day of the last Old Firm game, I thought it was too class uh, from the club, from the captain, uh, their actions that day. The official statement from Celtic on their Twitter account was nothing but brilliant, and uh, and I, I applaud them for that. What I'd like to see moving forward now is the clubs, I think, at boardroom level, really need to start getting together and really opening up this discussion and saying, well, what else can be done here? You know, it's easy enough for UEFA to throw out sanctions for this and bans for that. We know they get it wrong so often. Uh, and it's, you know, it's inconsistent to say the least. Celtic get fined for flying flags, Palestinian flags, and Rangers get a, a ban, or a, sorry, a fine for alleged discrimination against PSV and their supporters, which I still believe was complete nonsense. Um, and yet, you know, there's there's clubs all over Europe getting away with, well, we see it here, Slavia getting away with one of their players being blatantly racist. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. Uh, it, could there be a possibility that if the clubs actually get together, not just in Scotland, but then in England as well, the old firm have got great connections, not just in England, uh, with English clubs, but all across Europe, some fantastic connections. And if they really, really want to stamp out racism, they need to get to where the root cause is. If you ever aren't willing to step up to the plate in this, then we have to at least highlight to them that we don't have any confidence in them anymore. I mean, I think I think people are trying, Mark. I think they they are trying to highlight it. What whether that's enough or not, it doesn't it certainly doesn't look like it. What what did you make of that ten match ban? And the fact that Glenn Kamara got three, I think that you know the, the, those are a package deal, yeah. really, aren't they? Um, and with everybody else, I listened to the show last night. I'm the exact same. I thought it was a disgrace. Ten grain ban, the minimum that he could have got. Uh, I do think the club should have been punished as well. Um, the length of the ban he should have got. Well, I think it should be an absolute deterrent that any player should know that it isn't tolerated. So whether that be a year. Or even longer And for the club To be put out the tournament It suggests the club Then have to educate Their players When they come When they sign That this is what's at stake We will not tolerate Racist behaviour That will damage The image of the club That 
could put the club in jeopardy any any sign of it you're out the club and that can only come with them being put out the tournament a fine mm. what uh, uh, these clubs that get handed fines I mean they make that amount of money through the gates easily in one week so it doesn't affect them so they actually need to be removed from tournaments for it to have an effect and I thought it was way way too lenient David thank you for getting in touch 01419511025 what have you got on your mind ahead of this weekend's cup action now's the time to share it you are the voice of Scottish football call 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL here with me, Gordon Duncan, on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Got a bit excited during the break, right? Because I got a tweet there from Pozog who says, On this day, the mushroom scored a terrible penalty in Henrik's last game. It trundled over the line about a metre away from the post. And I thought, magnificent, going to bring this up. But it can't have been on this day. It must have been, it was the end of the season, wasn't it? Aye, it was further down the line. So we're about a month aye, away. Aye. aye. Tell me, hold again, whoa, it's whoa, 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 again. On. He says terrible penalty. No, 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 no. <laughs> That's incorrect. No, no, no. Let's just revisit. What did you just say in the amongst that? <laughs> what did you say now? He never got I, I didn't says, get it. I says, it wasn't a Thursday. All right, I thought, I thought he was being serious. <laughs> I thought that's the way he thought it worked. I uh, thought he was having a go. Who was that against? Who's against? His last and game. Henrik Larson's last game. Yeah, yeah. Who was that against? Yeah. But who do you think? It wasn't at Dumbarton. I'll hold, give on, you a clue. hold on. Or Bristol City. So you think in Henrik Larson's last game, Celtic got a penalty and they let Mark Wilson take it? He was obviously playing for the opposition. <laughs> Henrik. He's that way, ball, mate. Move. Do you know what? We've had this conversation we have, before. I think we have, yeah, but your memory's right. that bad. You still so can't remember it. You were must have Dundee United. Yes, I was. Right, okay. So Was Larson got a double, 81st and 84th minute. He tried to spoil the penalty. He tried to miss it. Terrible penalty. He's in. And I don't even know why we're discussing this because this is not the anniversary, but Pozog told me it was. Well done. Thanks Was for it Celtic? It up. It's all about you tonight, isn't it? Oh, it's a Mark Wilson show. Was it Celtic Park? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. A penalty kick? Oh, yeah. Yep. Well, there's rumours going about you on Sky Sports diving about like Duncan Goodhue the other night there. <laughs> what was I doing? What? Oh, that's true. They replayed the game that you got booked for diving against oh, Rangers. It was yeah. terrible. Yeah. Clipped. I was chatting about it before, but just clipped. I said yeah. enough to go down. I said, I, said last night, I said last night. Um, Roger Hanna phoned me the other day, like afternoon, very excited about put Sky Sports on right now. He was saying because it was footage of you splashing. Hanna's around, on my case just now. By the way, I hope he's listening. Box. I'd, I'm, I'm coming for you. You get down too easy, mate. I'm what you. made you think you could dive? What, what like what? He what he not, listen, he clapped me. Was it Craig Thompson admitted and later on years later no, he, he says he missed it and he heard he it. He, he, did. <laughs> <laughs> he, he didn't hear it. Uh, I wish he had Willie Collins hearing that day. Anyway, Aye. incorrect anniversaries aside. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five in the phones at Clyde SSB on Twitter. Well, let's hear a bit from. Aberdeen manager Stephen Glass Shall we First time uh, That we've Heard from him In fact I'll tell you what We'll take a call first It makes sense to do it that way round Let's speak to Declan In Newlands What are you thinking Ahead of this weekend Declan? Um, hi How are you doing? What it is right Look See you Sunday Well mm-hmm. Celtic win or lose John Kennedy isn't a man For that job Yes like, what, What's happened this season Is keeping him You know Something backwards We need to go forward now Kennedy's not the answer So we have to take a win so you don't, you don't think that you know his future it cannot and should not be impacted in any way by by this game at the weekend. That's what you're saying. We shouldn't be here after this season. We had a new manager. We had a full new change at that team. Why, why did you feel that way, Declan? Because he was a part of what happened this season. Is that is that your point? It's a, it's a fresh start. Thanks for a fresh start. Mm. We had a full new reshuffle. 
Yeah, but I think it's a wee bit unfair on John Kennedy. I'm not saying John Kennedy should be the Celtic manager, but John Kennedy was a part of the backroom staff. Fine, right? And he takes a a, a a portion of the blame of what happened because they're a team, they're together. But he's now an individual and if he's out there. And I think if John Kennedy goes and gets a result Sunday and goes the rest of the season and maybe even goes and wins the Scottish Cup, I think he's in with a great shout of getting the job. Oh, listen, I've got to agree with what Daz says there. Just because... Nothing has happened Nothing has moved on with Eddie Howe And The more Days that pass by That that continues to be the case And the greater chance of John Kennedy Getting the job um, Increases And if it goes to Ibrox and wins God says He's right there in the running Now I, I know what Declan's saying He was part of Neil Lennon's staff Who uh, Has had this woeful season John Kennedy was also part of a huge success over the years at Celtic And just on Saturday, it was the first time I'd just seen a wee difference In the way Celtic were playing Even his post-match interview sounded different from what's been said all along this season You know, the way he talked about, uh, the way they passed it The belief in the system, even giving up chances It's going to happen, but the players believed and trusted in the system That was different from what the... Post-match press conferences Were like under Neil Lennon So it was just a wee bit Of John's personality coming out And I think it has came out In uh, press conferences Where he's had a wee go at Rangers And you know And it just seems ever so lightly It's edging He's becoming more comfortable In the role should I say And if he goes there And he wins And it's convincing Who knows mm, Declan are you not seeing Any signs of improvement there Any any signs that John Kennedy's Made his mark so far Wait I see it mate It came too late Do you know what I mean well, this is the biggest season for us at Celtic fans, I, I think. Mm. And it's just been a shambles for the very start. Yeah, I mean, going back the way, Gordon, I don't think many would would argue necessarily with that. But you, you saw them close up mm-hmm. on Saturday. Did you notice anything different? Anything improved? Yeah, I think the the sh- the shape was a lot better. Now, I'm not, as I said on Saturday, I will not criticise the diamond because I think at times the diamond worked very well. And the personnel that they had at their disposal at the time, I could understand the diamond. Now, Forrest coming back at the weekend, El Yunus in one wing, Forrest another Turnbull in behind Edward with the balance of Brown McGregor. These guys know how to play that. Uh, they've played it for years. And it gave them a bit of width, Gordon, and they looked very, very good. Yes, people will go, well, it's only Livingston. And I said it in the programme that I'd watched Livingston prior against Wraith and they looked like the wheels were coming off and Celtic certainly punished them for that and they were lucky to get out uh, just six. Now, going back to Declan's point, I totally understand every Celtic supporter branding John with this failure this season and he does have to take a responsibility. He was part of the staff. But I think you've got to judge John now, because he's the guy that's making the key decisions, Gordon. When he was a coach, he could not pick the team. He could not make the substitution. He could not make that key decision of a set play that he wanted. He was a part of what Neil Lennon wanted, but now it's John Kennedy's own, you know, mark on the team, system, players, substitutions, preparation. But to be everything. fair, though, there were a few weeks ago where, you know, there were a couple of sticky results and people said that. They weren't seeing the substitutions, and they, they you know they weren't they weren't seeing. Yeah, yeah, right. But he's got to he's got to grow into that to decide what he's going to do. Just don't. I I still look. I'm not here shouting for John Kennedy. I couldn't care less who Celtic appointed as a manager. What you've got to look at is if he goes and gets a result against Rangers, 
And he goes on wins the Scottish Cup and finishes the season doing very well. And Eddie Howe doesn't walk into that building. I think John Kennedy's in the running. Got to say defensively as well. Lost one goal against Rangers in the time he's been there. Now, there has been some chances given up and some set pieces that we go, oof, they should have defended that better. But still, it doesn't matter. A lot of these games he's came away with clean sheets. And a lot of the times under Neil Lennon, Celtic have been punished time and again away to Ross County where... Celtic should have been out of sight Ross County get a couple of chances to score one That's not happened mm. under John Kennedy's regime Sometimes that goes a long way That was a problem that needed to be fixed And over his time in charge He looks like he's found a solution one way or the other uh, Thank you to Declan and Newlands It's the first time we've been able to hear from Stephen Glass on the show The new Aberdeen boss And he will of course be joined at Pataudry By Scott Brown in a player coaching role Let's hear from the new manager yeah, I think it's a statement on behalf of the club that what we are trying to do, but it's a statement on behalf of those players that, oh sorry, Alan's not a player anymore, he looks like one, but he's not, but he's uh, the statement on behalf of those players, the, again, players, the people that they want to be a part of this as well, what the club offers, what the environment that it has and the backing that we believe we're going to get and what's possible. Uh, Scott is going to really help on the pitch, he's going to learn off the pitch, he's going to be a brilliant coach and manager. Alan's the same, he's a very well-rounded coach and he's going to provide a lot to this club while he's here. Uh, if you've got a staff that can attract players, I, th- I think that'll help. Again, time's going to tell, but if you're a centre-forward that wants to get better and Alan Russell's the one that's going to be at the club helping you, I think that's attractive. If you want to play in a team that's got Scott Brown in it, I think he's won almost every trophy for the last eight, nine years. He's been the guy that lifts it at the end of the season. If I was still a player, I'd want to play beside Scott Brown. Uh, so I think I'm looking forward to what's coming. That was those seagulls that you got locked in Pataudry with, <laughs> I could hear them yeah, in, in the yeah, background. Yeah. Um, on Scott Brown to Aberdeen, he's got six Scottish Cups already, Mark Wilson. What will the appetite be like to make it number seven and bring the curtain down on his Celtic career in that fashion? Uh, listen, I think it's huge. I think when you're a player like him, who has a determination that he's shown over you know, a 20-year career, th- to go and do it with another club really... Puts you at the you know the top of the Scottish game. Never mind Celtic. Take that away because he's been successful at Hibs. Then he goes to Celtic and over his reign um, as captain and even when he he wasn't captain, the trophies he's accumulated to go and then do it with somebody else as a player coach. I mean, it puts you right up there uh, uh, at the top. You know, performers that we've seen in the Scottish game, and that's what his his determination and his ambition has got to be to bring some. Form of success To Aberdeen mm. who We know the fan base is huge And how they crave success It wasn't enough Finishing second and third For years under Derek McGuinness They want silverware And if he can go there And get them up I mean it'll be uh, Right up there With the top achievements In his career it Might seem strange Gordon But in, I said earlier Not for a second Looking beyond St Mirren or Inverness Or Motherwell Morton Forford Dundee United Kelly Aberdeen The list goes on um, But we're at that stage Where you can kind of Already think about Who's Winning the, the Scottish Cup Even though we're, we're in the Relatively early stages the, 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 the pandemic's had a knock-on effect We've had to reshuffle things We're now like a month away From the Scottish mm. Cup final With a lot of football to be played I wonder if that makes this Does it make this competition Not being able to get fans in aside But even more exciting The way it's all crammed in Yeah, I think everybody Will be looking forward to this weekend To Get that out the road It starts tomorrow night Because then you're straight on The following weekend yeah, aren't you? Right, There's some good games Coming along Obviously Aberdeen uh, With Stephen Glass here Talking Very positively I've got to say I'm still 
Uh, I'm still a bit doubtful of that. I've got to be honest. Uh, of well, Stephen Glass. Yeah. 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 I really am. Why? I, I just I just think it's been. It's one of the. You're not telling me that Stephen Glass's CV was the best on the uh, on the desk. Um, I'm not buying that. I think the connection, obviously, with the chairman, the American thing, helped. I think Stephen Glass has been very sensible in the way he's went about his business. He's brought in a terrific mm. leader, a terrific captain, and a, a, a terrific player. Do we sometimes focus too much though on, on what someone's done in the past? I mean, I, it's like it's become a real boring example now because we, we tend to mention it every night. But I mean, Stephen Gerrard had no managerial yeah, CV. Yeah, you 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 can never disc- you can never you'll never find out Gordon until it actually happens, right? But I wish him all the very very best. Is Aberdeen all of a sudden going to turn into world beaters because they've got Alan Russell and Scott Brinkham? Then I don't really think so because I think have to turn into world I th- beaters. I, though, I think they? Rangers and Celtic will keep progressing, especially Celtic this year and Rangers the way they go about their business. So once again, the ambition is for third and maybe a cup run. But I'm I'm glad that the the, the lad's been given his opportunity. He's played there. He knows the club. He knows everything about it. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what he brings. But and you can back to Scottish Cup. I do think there's a, a few teams in there, especially with looking at the tie. If you're a, if if you're a manager and a player, you want Rangers and Celtic mm. together as quick as possible because it takes one out of the equation, and obviously one will come out of the equation this week. Martin is in Coat Bridge. We're going to speak to him next, and if you want to join him on the line, now is the perfect time to call. <laughs> 0141-951-1025 This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon Diel are here You're never far away though from some of the under, other pundits sticking their nose in Mark Wilson, Roger Hanna says Tell Mark I am listening And no Rangers player was in the same postcode when he went down He's been watching this footage this week <laughs> Oh the Hanna man's on to you I just didn't have you down as, as a diver as, Exactly And you're right No so. no I, no. I'm, I'm surprised that why You would even try it I just Diver That no, surprises no, me No 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 Yeah yeah Everybody oh, knows no, I was an honest, honest You were an honest diver Honest diver <laughs> <laughs> So I'm doing it for the good <laughs> of my team You can get in touch on the phones Or on Twitter That's exactly Well Martin's on the phone Martin You're a Celtic fan Are you a confident Celtic fan Ahead of this weekend Hi panel How are you doing Good thanks I actually think I think Rangers have got a real, really good chance to win in this game on Sunday, guys. Um, they've had a great season. Uh, they've been winning game after game. Celtic, have, they've had a poor season. But I, I feel as if this is one of these seasons for Rangers. You know what I mean? Where they could do, they, they could win the double. But what I will say is, <clears throat> I mean, we, I feel I feel Celtic will come back next year, guys. Um, we are the we are the biggest and best club in Scotland. You know what I mean? Um, Without a doubt, you know, I mean, when you look right back uh, to us, we, we were the only club to win the European Cup, uh, the first ones to win nine in a row, uh, the first ones to win nine in a row twice, the first ones to win a quad group of treble, first ones to go in an invincible season, um, to total invincible season, that means the, the domestically, you know, what I mean, with the cups and, and stuff. I think once we get our ship in order, we bring a new manager in. Um, we're going to rule the roost again, you know what I mean? It's only normal, guys. It's only normal for um, the second biggest and best club in Scotland to win a league every once or twice, every 10 years or so. And I think that's going to be the case, guys, you know what I mean? If, after this season, once we get... We'll, Eddie Howe will probably come in the door next week, for the next 10 days. Um, 
and then I think you'll you, you're going to see the best of Celtic again. You know what I mean? It's a great era with the boys. Had, you know what I mean? We won nine in a row there. I mean, there's, there's Martin. Like, there's no doubt that winning the European Cup in 1967 was a, a tremendous achievement, absolutely tremendous. Um, not got a huge amount of relevance as to what will happen next season, though, in the, in the Scottish Premiership, does it? Oh no, no. I'm just saying we're the biggest and best, but we've got the most money. Celtic have got the most money in Scottish football, mate. Um, I'm just getting, well, to, to be fair though I mean the Rangers not have the chance to start closing that If they can go on to the Champions League in, in the coming seasons And Celtic don't let's be, let's be honest here I mean my own team We've only managed it twice I think in the last six years Well you just If that's ifs and buts You've said that you know if Eddie Howe comes in And you know Celtic will be the dominant force again That's ifs and buts uh, no, Well the last nine years has proved We, we are the top team You're right, We've had a right bad season There's no doubt about that um, but honestly That's only a one-off season mate We'll be back next year And we're going to rule the roost again I, I, Put it this way Rangers fans keep going on About the 55 titles we, I'll tell you now we'll, we'll reach 60 titles Before they do Will be the case. That's a predict. That's like a Hugh Evans prediction mm. That's so far in in front I'm, I can't even get my head around that Mark Wilson yeah. Um but, uh, Martin's saying there that, You know Celtic's got the most money And, and that may be the case But there's no point in having the most money if you don't spend it sensibly and I think we saw that this season with Celtic how money was spent in the transfer window um, was was messy you know players brought in who you think was was the right amount of homework done on those players compare that to Rangers who spend money but nowhere near what Celtic spent and look how successful it is so you've got to look at that going into next season Celtic fans do hope that Eddie Howe comes in there is a, a large chest of money that he can go and Attract players But it's not as simple as that You know There's a lot of work To be done at Celtic And if you're sitting uh, In the Rangers camp just now I think you're pretty comfortable With the work that's been done last year In terms of tying players up In longer contracts Players who You're still going to have next year And the work that's going in To recruiting players for the summer I think you're pretty comfortable in that So it's contrasting um, you know, sides at the minute And Celtic really need to get Their acting gear quickly If they're going to Close the gap in, in Rangers in terms of uh, weak points next season and the gap uh, performance levels on the pitch. The man makes a fair point, Martin. What relevance does money have if you're going to spend it on players like Barkas and Ayeti and, and Klamala who've not managed to have the impact that many people at Celtic would have wanted? We're not going to make the same mistakes again, mate. Based, me. based on what? That was a panic season, that mate. I, I mean, I've come on. I came on a while ago saying that I didn't want Neil before Neil when Neil got the job for the second time. Uh, I came on and I says Neil wasn't up for the job. A great player and all that. A lot of respect for Neil. Born winner on the pitch. Um, his first season, in, uh, his, his first time as, as manager. I always remember back to the time when we were five points in front of three games to go. And we, um, Rangers won the league. Um, it, it just gets the jitters when it gets a bit tight, you know. Uh, I was wanting David Moyes in me. I, we should have went for Lake for Lake when Brendan left. Yeah, we should have brought David Moyes in. In terms of in terms of this kind of here and now though, Martin. And by the way, you you might be right. I have got no idea. You might be right. This might be a one-off. Celtic might bounce back and be completely dominant next season. But I mean, you, you seem you seem pretty sure. I just want to try and find out what what you're basing that on. This is the way I look on it. Rangers, the the, the, the one hit wonder in my eyes, mate. Honestly, they've, they've had a great season. I'm not taking that away from them. They've, they've done fantastic. Uh, but we've all bounced back. There's no doubt about it, mate. We're too big a club not to. 
the, the, in the fan base, and also the fact that the fans will be back next year as well. We are the greatest fans in the world, Celtic fans. Um, I've got no doubt about it. We're going to bounce back, and we will dominate Scottish football once again. He, Mark, Martin's very convinced of this, Gordon. Mm. I mean, the, the, the greatest fans in the world. Says Martin, does I don't know? Does that make is that going to make a difference? Is that well, going to everything's the biggest in Martin's world? But the one thing he is right about Celtic will get the biggest rebuilding job to do. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. You can't guarantee anything. Uh, it's okay saying, well, we'll write this season off. We're going to do this next season. You've still got to go out and do it in the pitch. Uh, Rangers have done their talking on the pitch this season. They've been excellent, and they take the parts in the back. One season wonder I don't know I'll be interesting Gordon It doesn't matter to me I just love the fact that The excitement of it As I say I'm looking forward to Sunday as well But you just can't say Well we've had A bad season We'll bring in a new manager We'll get plenty of money We won the yep. European Cup in 67 We're going to be back And dominate Scottish football Doesn't work that way I'm sorry uh, Thank you Martin Let's bring in William Who's a Rangers fan What have you got for us Tonight William Hello Gordon Gordon and Mark I just want to respond to that uh, Celtic fan was on there, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's emphasising they're the best team in Scotland. That's Celtic's problem this year, Gordon. They've not been the best team. They've been individuals. The Rangers, in my opinion, are by far and away the best team in Scotland by a country mile. So an all-fun match on Sunday. I really appreciate that. The Rangers-Celtic game, form goes out the window. But if Rangers turn up, if Celtic turn up, as I said previously... There's only one winner in my eyes, and that's Rangers, because they're a team. They're no individuals, and I can assure every Celtic fan, it's not Livingston they're playing on Sunday, it's the champions, Rangers. What's your point on that, guys? Look, I'm a great believer that the, the league doesn't lie, uh, and I think Rangers have shown that they're the best team uh, in Scotland this year. Uh, John Kennedy came out the other day and said, look, we are still the best team. Look, that's John's opinion, but... It's hard to argue when the points gap is so great and the run Rangers have been on and even taking that into Europe as well that they have been impressed and you got to you got to give them every respect uh, and that um, you know but the one thing with Celtic um, William said there about individuals uh, and they've not played as a team probably correct in that sense but they have got good individuals and if it does click they are a dangerous side for Rangers to come up against and that's why then, to be fair, though, be wary. You, you could also say that the individual performances haven't even been there either though a lot of them no probably the majority no Edward and Flashes Christie start of the season but faded out of, you know you could go through the, the lot of them but they are good individual players who have played together over a number of years so Stephen Gerrard will know that he will be wary if it does click on Sunday Rangers will have a, a very tough game no doubt about that So that's why we think It's going to be a cracker And we just hope That both teams Turn up on the day Try and sum up How important A cup win Would be William this season Is it something That Matters a great deal To you Was, was the league The be all and end all And anything else Is just a bonus Try and sum up Your feelings Towards the competition well, um, it's, it's important It's important Gordon Of course it is We've not won it For about I think it's what 12 years 12 years Something like that yep. The last time we won it, I'm sh- I think we beat Dundee or something like that. Falkirk, I think, the last one, important. was it? I'm, I'm not sure. Natural Novo, I'm not, I'm, yep. I might be wrong. No, that's right. Uh, but uh, Mark's, Mark's got a good point, right? And the Celtic individually are, are quite good, but 
he's got to be honest in himself. I know he's got his, I know he's a Celtic man, he's got Celtic Alan, right? But see individually, even within Rangers collective team, Rangers have still got the better individuals this year as well. You know what I mean? You have people like Davis, Golson, Morelis, Kent, Kamara, individually as well, they've been far better than Celtics individuals. And as Mark says himself, the, the league table does not lie. When the hardest place in Scotland to go, Gordon Wright, especially in the cup, at any cup for any team in Scotland, is Ibrox. They've only conceded three goals. That's what Celtic's going to, going to try and overcome. Three goals. I've never seen your great Richard uh, Golf teams and your Terry Butchers and your Rixons teams, Barry Fexley. They never ever conceded just three goals in one season at Ibrox. It's amazing. It is some record Gordon And um, mm-hmm. William's wrong It's not just the Celtic hat Mark's got on He's got scarf Gloves Strip yeah. He's got shin pads on in here as well Which yeah. is a bit odd If you <laughs> ask me But each to their own From his time at Celtic Park Ten years ago I'm Mark Wilson um, Yeah I think we're in for a great I said earlier Gordon That I thought that You can never You can never really be 100% sure In these games right Because Celtic Can turn up at Ibrox And win there's no doubt about that. And I thought just with that slight home advantage, and William backs it up there, the fact that they're getting into a game, into a place that they've only lost three goals. You know, so they've got to be they've got to be the favourites. But I just think that it's got to be an absolute cry. It could take anything. It could take a deflection, it could take a you know, and Max Day just hitting into the ground and over Bouncing the off the defenders and always yeah, get it back, slap it into maybe the ground. Maybe a dive for forty yards. I, I just think we'll have everything on Sunday. Um and I'm thoroughly looking forward to it. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. I've often had my theories as to why Gordon DL's Beat the Pundit record is so ropey and ultimately I think it just comes down to a rank rotten memory. His memory is awful, underlined by the fact <laughs> they've just shown the game on these massive TV screens in this studio. Remember the game, Rangers Wraith Rovers, the, the Duncan Ferguson game? The yeah, headbutt yeah. game? It's just, it's just come on the TV screen in front of us and Gordon DL cannot remember whether he played or not. I, I mean, that, that baffles me. That must have been... The, 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 the other Years player ago. The other player involved Was my best man Was your best man <laughs> It is a well known story And you genuinely cannot remember Whether uh, you played that no, day What is wrong with you? I look forward God never look back in anger <laughs> like, It just dismisses things so easily Names, games, whatever faces. Just faces it's all, it's, it's all about the next moment It's not about the past If anyone can clear up Whether Gordon Deal did play in that game or not We would be eternally grateful Right it's beat the pundit time It's your chance to take on one of these two And win yourself a signed ball It's a pretty easy task uh, Judging by what we've just heard 01419511025 And the lines close at 7 So be quick Tackle the headlines 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here We've been here since 6 We're here until 8 So still plenty of time to get involved on the phones We've been slowly starting to look ahead to the games this weekend The Scottish Cup tie In particular Rangers against Celtic at Ibrox on Sunday Asking you for all your thoughts ahead of that one We heard for the first time from new Aberdeen manager Stephen Glass On the topic of Scott Brown swapping Glasgow for a new role at Aberdeen If you've got anything else on those topics Keep them coming in Elsewhere today Ollie McBurney's a doubt for the Euros After being ruled out for the rest of the season 
Does that free up a space for someone else? Is there still a chance that he could fight back fit and get in the squad? You tell us. We'll hear from Brian Rice. And anything else that's on your mind, now is the time to pick up the phone after this. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish Sun.co.uk slash football. Okay, beat the pundit time. Black Arthur, as always, he's on. He's given us the nightly stats. If you play and you get 15 points tonight, um, 15 you would... points? How do you get 15 points? <laughs> if DL plays and gets 15 points tonight, he'll be level. With Wilson on win percentage And points per game Seems unlikely You can't get 15 There's only 10 questions uh, But there we go Just to, to add a bit of meat To your theory You're always suggesting That you play more Than everyone yeah, else But I won um, on Tuesday That put me out above No him. not yet No still behind him Pressure's off me tonight Black yeah. Arthur's been digging A little deeper I like this one So you've been on This year 29 times You've been on the show 29 times uh-huh. And you've played How many out of them Do you think I would reckon 14 17 But that's 58% And that is not too far off That they sort of You know So you're not actually That hard done by How many's he played? He's played 6 out of 15 Appearances So Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 That's fair enough yeah, yeah. Heads it's Mark Tails it's Gordon Let's bring in John Thornley Bank First Hi John Hi there How's it going Are you confident tonight? You've got to be oh. You've got to be John <laughs> Don't bother Because whatever one of these two plays The other one will just try and put him off So heads it's Mark Tails It's Gordon And his heads Mark Wilson Come on John me. Big incentive okay. for you You need to pull away Do from this guy Do it for your family John yeah. You need to pull away from this guy Right <laughs> okay. G- Give you something else to listen to Mark So that you can't hear John's attempts John you should know the rules But just a recap for you There are 30 seconds going on the clock You answer as many questions right as you can And if you do not know it Just pass quickly And we will move on to the next one You ready? Yep Good man, 30 seconds And your time starts now Who played more games for Celtic? Aidan McGeady or Stelian Petrov? Stelian Petrov Which round of the Scottish Cup starts tomorrow? Fourth round How many Scottish clubs has Michael O'Halloran played for? Which Scottish top flight manager Signed a new contract With his club this week Pass How many league goals Have Rangers conceded this season 11 or 12 11 Okay Okay Let's bring in Mark Wilson Mark can you hear us Yeah Gordon Verdict is he up against it You You say say this every week He was making signs That John was murdered No John was murdered I I didn't even hear him But I'm I'm, The way he came on The phone tonight Nerves, nerves. Bag of nerves Right Bag okay of nerves. I'll put him to the sort His family's got the suitcases I think ready you're in for a, I think you're in <laughs> for a surprise Right Give us uh, it 30 okay. seconds Ready yep. Same set of questions Who played more for Celtic Aidan McGeady or Stillian Petrov Aidan McGeady Which round of the Scottish Cup Starts tomorrow Fifth How many Scottish clubs Has Michael O'Halloran played for Which Scottish top flight manager Signed a new contract With his club this week Brian Rice How many league goals Have Rangers conceded this season 11 or 12 12 Which current Kilmarnock player Has also played in Turkey Norway Switzerland And Italy Kyle Lafferty Name any Scottish Premiership manager Who's also played For the club That they manage Pass. 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 Oh, I cannot believe no, you. I, know, I, that. I cannot believe it. That's too late. Time's up. 
Chang Ross No No Chang Goodwin You put me under pressure there on the same pass I think that might come back to bite him Right let's find out John you must be confident after hearing that car crash I'm not too sure I, I don't right. know I think I don't know well, He may have been maybe well, On a level I don't know out. Who played more for Celtic Aidan McGeady or Stillian Petrov 50-50 chance Mark went Aidan McGeady John went Stillian Petrov It's Stillian Petrov No way How many games? 311 mm. to 252 yeah. No way yeah. So Mark 1-0 down Still. Uh, which round Stand. of the Scottish Stand. Cup starts tomorrow? It's the fourth, not fourth. the fifth. And John Gorich <laughs> wants to know. <laughs> I was so confident with my start. I, as know, well. I could hear you. Uh, how many Scottish clubs has Michael O'Halloran played for? It's two. You both got mm. it right. So John stays two in front. Yeah, well which done, Premiership John. manager signed a new contract? It's Brian Rice. So you've cut the deficit. John didn't John get that. Oh, John's only one John. in front. How many league goals? Have Rangers conceded this season It's 11 or 12 I give you a 50-50 chance Must be 11 We just spoke about it It's 11 <laughs> John get it so jo- Yeah John got that He's on, two John. in front Which Kilmarnock players Played in Turkey Norway, Switzerland or Italy It's Kyle Lafferty John didn't get that far Back So in. you've cut the deficit Back to in. one Oh was the last question that, and that uh, Yeah <laughs> The Jim Goodwin one You had the chance to equalise Oh has yeah. done me Name any Premiership manager Who also played For the club That they manage Jim Goodwin Stephen Glass I don't know who wrote these today If it was producer Chris Or producer Callum Because he's got Graham Alexander on here I don't remember him Playing for Motherwell But Jim Goodwin Stephen Glass Guys next like door that Next neighbour as well Your next John, door neighbour John Kennedy Anyone John, <laughs> John Kennedy uh, Oh no. Oh Oh you've had a shock anyway. John Black Arthur on John now. this always happens Do you know what It reminds me of See when a big team loses the, the underdog doesn't get the credit that they deserve And we're focusing on Mark Wilson's failure But you deserve all the credit John The ball is on its way to Thornley Bank Well done Thanks He's well, over the moon okay. as yeah. you can hear Well done John, John yeah. In Thornley yeah. Bank This guy is having a nightmare on he beat panicked. the this He's panicked here How many did John get though? Because that, was, that sounded more like a good, good performance from him One, Strong three, two. Uh, One, two, three Four, three Four, three, four, three. Oh, That's one. good no, <laughs> you're happy with defeat. <laughs> Was there two fifty fifties in there? <laughs> I think we need. I, I think we need to start thinking about the psychology of this, Gordon, because we have done the we did the lockdown quiz many times, didn't yeah. we? And he has shown no offence, right? He is a far superior football quizzer than you. Yeah, far. But he, he battered you. He, he battered you every single quiz that we had. But see when the pressure's on him he, balls it. he doesn't handle it That's why he, he dived when uh, he, was, he just uh, balls The funny it. thing was I was so confident <laughs> My first two answers there I, I thought I was cruising <laughs> I was in the comfort zone about there He gave me one of the Look over And a wee wink nah, to see I've this, got this. Easy. I've got this <laughs> Don't worry Dazzle I've got this It's fascinating though I'm starting to get interested I'm going to bring a sports psychologist in On Beat the Pundit Because he is a good quizzer He showed it on the lockdown quiz But he's honking at Beat the Pundit Well you see him at the last question there he absolutely he, he was gone Yeah He panics It's it's a quick fire It's the pressure it's on It's the same with the 5k minute In the morning I cruise, play that, I cruise that all the time But if you had to put me in here I'd get about 3 Well John The ball's on its way to Thornley Bank 01419511025 Let's bring in Tommy Who's in Doncaster How's it going Tommy? Yeah, it's going well, Gordon. Thank you. Good evening, Gordon. Both Gordon and uh, Mark. I think it's a Daniel cousin that Mark uh, got that factor. <laughs> oh, don't bring him up. <laughs> just forgot about him uh, recently. Uh, yeah, I'll. Uh, I just had to come on because I was listening. Was it was a guy called Martin? Uh, yes. That, that, that come on with a Celtic political broadcast. 
week earlier and told us how wonderful everything is. Mm-hmm. Well, I think if he looks back this season, we we shoved us chief executive out the door. We've shoved their manager out the door. They're desperately trying to get a manager in. It doesn't seem we want to come if things look the way they're looking at the minute. They're, they're going to have to get ready. Somewhere in the region, a, a dozen players, most of them at cup price deals because... I don't think they'll be queuing up for the same people like Clamala and Ajeti and, and you know Shane Duffy going back on loan and you know all the loan players. I just couldn't get the guy's confidence, and he kept going on about we're the biggest club and we've got the most money and and everything else. They're going to have to find some amount of money this postseason because they won't get top price dollar for the players that have got a year left in their contract because that just doesn't happen. Gordon. I mean, look, there's quite a few assumptions on Tommy's part as well about, you know, And I get that, I get why that's the, the sort of narrative that, that Rangers fans would get excited by That they pushed Peter Lowell out and they pushed Neil Lennon out you know, I get that, that's the way the rivalry works in this in this city um, Regardless of how you know accurate it is But to be fair, Mark, Celtic, have, what they have consistently done well Is got decent prices for players I mean, for instance, Patrick Clamalla The story goes... They're going to get the same And I don't know if it's right yet Obviously But this, the story at the moment Is that they're going to get The same price That they paid for him Which is remarkable Considering the The lack of game yeah. time he's had um, So Tommy's saying You know They won't get top dollar And um, they're going to have to Lose all these players But Even even at that Even if You're, you're not letting Ayer or, or Edward go For no. For for small fees are you? No I, I wouldn't think so um, And the way bigger clubs uh, in England and in the continent spend these days I, I reckon there will be significant offers for them um, That might not be what they would have got last season of course uh, For Edward or Ayer But it still will be um, decent sums um, You know there will be a big rebuild at, at Celtic we, we keep saying it And I, I guess we just wonder if a new manager mm-hmm. comes in if these players will be sold on Or if they will be convinced to stay um, Because I touched on earlier They're great individual players Just didn't perform uh, as a team this year And with a different manager These guys may decide to stay You might get a, a better tune out of them next season Than you did this season well, I, I, the, the to, thing bo- I... to both sides Gordon now Because mm. we said it to Celtic fan earlier Now Tommy's a Rangers fan This obsession with the amount of money And who's got the most of it it's nowhere near as important as how you spend it. Celtic have Celtic threw money at it last year to an extent, and but just just spent it wrong. Yeah, you're right, Gordon. Um, you know, I think I, I wouldn't worry about the money Celtic's going to lose because they will lose money on players that they brought in. They'll be on decent wages. They'll not get their money back. But when you you put that against guys that they can sell, Scott Brown probably their top earner yeah, going out as well. That's off the wage bill. That's off the wage bill. So I'm not too concerned about that. I'm not too concerned about who's got the most money because you're right. It's how you spend that. And if you look across the city at Rangers, I think Rangers spent spent very well. Kamara, for instance, uh, the great bit of business. I think Celtic panic buy. Um, they brought in players there. You know that. It just didn't hit the ground running. It didn't work for them. Even their loan player like Duffy, you think, well, that's a terrific signing. Didn't work for them. It's just been a poor year for Celtic. But I don't get back to Martin's point about, yeah, we've had a poor year, so that means automatically we'll bring in a new manager, we'll get plenty of money, we'll dominate Scottish football again. It doesn't work that way. Ain't happening. Where does your confidence come from then, Tommy? Asked Martin the same question. This comes from the fact, Gordon, that the backroom staff that we've got, you know, Michael Beale, Tom Coltshaw, and, and even Gerard as he's came on over the last few years, and that, 
that guy was going on about how wonderful Celtic have been in the last nine years. Rangers were down in the fourth tier of Scottish football, third tier, second tier, first tier. Celtic had nothing to beat. It was like a 100-yard sprint with Usain Bolt up against Susan Boyle. You know what I mean? It just, it just wasn't happening. And were... well, to be fair though, Tommy, I want, is there an element of that being, you know, with the benefit of hindsight? We used to get Rangers fans on this phone in every season when it rolled around and saying, oh, there's not that much in it. You know, we can catch them. After you won the Scottish Cup semi final, Mark Warburton said that was it. It was back up. The, you know, Mark Warburton spoken about it. There was a banner. It was going for 55 and all the rest of it. So I know now you can say that, but I mean, there are plenty of times that. That you thought you were going to be able to peg Celtic back, and and they were far too strong. Yeah, Gordon, I was on here two months ago, and I said we had the false dawn under Mark Warburton, but I don't think this is a false dawn. I mean, a guy coming out with this is a, a one-off. You know, we've had the one year and everything else. I mean, I, I actually started laughing when I was listening to him because he, he sounded as if he'd been paid to come on and do a party political broadcast on the behalf of Celtic. But you know, where his confidence comes from, they've got a massive rebuilding job. We we could probably get two players in if if we need two players, and that's all we need. How do you, how is it this new manager going to come in and put ten, twelve players together? Because Mark's kidney sell on if he thinks that Edward and Ayer are going to stay and Celtic are going to let them run down the last year of their contract and leave for nothing. Yeah, that ain't happening. That 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 is a fair point, Mark. Is it not? I know you said you know a new manager could convince them. Why why how, how can Celtic allow that to happen? Well, listen, it's a possibility well, I mean, of course, I, I mean, it's happened before is it, is it a tiny one? Coming Are you talking yeah. about signing a new contract? Because in the last year, there needs to be this year Listen, I, I, I can't answer that Only the new manager can have a belief in no, the I know, but your theory speaker. is that he might Whoever the manager could, is, I, might convince I says he could I, says, I, I don't say it's I think, I think we all acknowledge that it could But yeah. is it not oh, it's unlikely. highly unlikely? Of course it's unlikely um, They will get a decent price just now But if a big enough manager comes in and the players feel like they, they believe and trust in him, he can sell it to them. You never know. But as very unlikely, yes, I will grant that. And I suppose what we are Tommy's makes a, a fair point, and that we can't guarantee anything. You know, Tommy's making predictions in the same way that, that Martin was, but if Celtic are to, to pull off this turnaround and get a new manager and a, a new chief exec and a director of football and a new captain and new players, they might, they might be able to do that and they might be able to win, but it goes without saying that that the Rangers have that success from this season and, it, and it's settled the, the structure's kind of there it doesn't look like much will change in the summer football sometimes surprises you yeah. but y- you can't imagine much on the pitch back room upstairs it doesn't look like much will, will alter will it? No they're a settled club just now Gordon um, you're right in the transfer window I don't think Rangers will be like when Steven Gerrard walked in at first signing player after player after player and player getting out the door They've got a settled squad They've got a good squad What um, about what about off the back of this success And how good they've been in Europe though Of one of these English clubs Think You know what We've been watching James Tavernier He's a good player But he's fell at the last hurdle for years He's finally proved that Yeah He's a player we can offer not, 15 million for yeah, Marelo, but is, is, he not, is he not one of the least likely Because he's 29 Why Why Because no. he's 29 Yeah now you don't have to be a young player to be bought. If James Tavernier, when you look at his record, the games played. Oh, listen, he doesn't miss load. So no, I'm, no, but if talk, you're going in, sell, sell on value. Twenty-nine year olds are nowhere near as 
But uh, you're not uh, able to command as big enough a, a fee as a, for the, a 29-year-old. The, the big clubs down in England only buy players for sell-on fees. I don't think so. <sighs> I know Virgil. Up. I know Virgil Van Dijk was one, but I don't I, think they buy players off Scottish teams for sell-on clauses. I, I totally understand. No, not a sell-on clause. A, a, a sell-on. A, a potential. A value, sell-on. A potential. You, if you pay high price for a player. Because you know you're going to have him for the next 10 years You're only having You're not getting James Tavernier for the next 10 years No, of course not But you're getting him for Potentially what could be the best years of his career I think top clubs in England Don't automatically think We're black clubs uh, Players from Scotland We'll have him for a few years And then we'll sell him on Yes, there is an aspect of maybe Virgil van Dijk Being the exception and, But even and at that though then That's not hugely unsettling is it? Because if it's one or two And it's big no. assets And you get good money for them Then it's not but, well, I was going to say that I totally understand Mark's point And I know what he's saying I do agree with you I think that the clubs down there Can come in and say Well, you know We'll get him for three, four years And okay, we're not going to get the, the money back I, They'll get that much money But You're right Gordon That was my point The fact that if a money comes in for say right, you've mentioned Tavernier, right? Just let's take Tavernier, and Rangers can't refuse it. It's a one player or a two player maximum, and it's kind of on your terms. Yeah, you get the money in. Secure. You've got a nice squad there. People talk about Parsons a ready made replacement. Edward goes, who's a ready made replacement? Nobody just now. You know, so what I'm saying but what's is, to say it's one player or two. I'm I'm talking. So they're going to come by by the full team. You're not going to sell your squad. My point. Rangers sell the full team, though, are they? But listen, Rangers have went years without winning anything. They've went second fiddle to Celtic. Now, in that period, you look at Celtic squads over the years and the amount of players that have been cherry picked and and sold on. Even you look at Stuart Armstrong and guys like that, because they were successful, never all at once. But who's to say that couldn't happen uh, uh, this year? Where Rangers. Mm-hmm. Well, why would they uh, sell well, their whole there's team? A, there's but a, co- there's well, a coach. It's full them up. They're going down. Uh, it's only <laughs> you guys that are saying six. full team. It doesn't take the full team to be sold Many to disable a successful side. If the successful players like Tavernier. Goldson, who have been outstanding mm. this year. Morelos is always hanging over so you his think head. All of these guys would be sold in one window. I'm not saying. I think that. Are you not saying? Are you not agreeing that that could be a possibility that teams could look at their success in Europe in particular mm. and God say God we're it. going to offer something for them individually? Absolutely yes. Yeah. But I'd be mm. amazed if they all moved on. That, I, that would be. I think. Would be I very think the pundits got to this guy that just lets everybody <laughs> calm down. I'm here. amazed that. Yeah, I'm. I, I'm amazed that you. You're not agreeing that that could be a possibility. Individually, success, yeah. not individually, yes. Yeah. But you're you're saying it. I'm not saying that they're going to be sold. I'm saying Rangers' resolve may be tested, and it only takes mm. maybe a couple of day players to to disable what is I agree a comfortable and settled side. Tommy, Mark's got the whole team sold, and Celtic are winning the treble <laughs> next season. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm sitting here listening. I'm, I'm quite enjoying your beat chat here, but you know, if if Gerard's looking to to do a job over the next couple of years. He, He's not going to sell three or four players this summer. If one or two go out the door and tab, for instance, well, young Parson certainly looks a player. Yeah, I wouldn't be too worried there. And even the body situation, I, I would expect Rangers to, after Gerrard's discussion last week, to make a bid for the young boy at left back at Hibs. No, he's mm, a good player. Yep, happy with that. Tommy and Doncaster will leave it there. Uh, we're going to need a recovery from Mark Wilson mm. after that beat the pundit <laughs> we've got the teaser though and it's doable tonight you two yes. meeting of minds I think you can do it we'll give you the question next taking your calls on Scottish football 0141 951 1025 this is Clyde One Super Scoreboard
Gordon Diels here Mark Wilson still with us And it's 01419511025 To get involved You can tweet as well At Clyde SSB um, Bit of an update though I must admit From Black Arthur The statisticians Ooh, out there Come on Black Arthur um, I think that's Mark Wilson Mm-mm. Last Joint bottom Of yeah. the table yeah, that's with, right. Jim, is that with Jim Duffy With Jim Duffy Yeah <laughs> That's an old that's, time low That's no good for the CV Well that he's one. been used to being bought my table for a long time <laughs> <laughs> I've grown into it that's He true. knows the role um, So that, that's that's the suggestion anyway here The win percentage is obviously down tonight. Is DL rising above? But you didn't play so how would yours have changed? Yeah, Well obviously I was below him I think Starting night It's just the pressure He's good at the, the lockdown quiz I think oh. we bring that back Bring the quiz back no, yes, for the Euros Before the end of the season Oh, the you, Euro quiz Because he absolutely Battered you on them yeah. Multiple get, get, times You know what Get Roger Hanner in I'll, I'll take him on uh, And Steady, steady. Oh, steady. You're, you're going a bit far yeah, don't, don't, You're getting carried away Right um, We're going to Get back in the phones Very soon We do have a teaser yeah. For you tonight Very simple Can you name the last Nine Dutchmen To have played in an Old Firm game De Boer Can you name the last Nine Dutchmen To have played in an Old Firm game <laughs> That's two Which one <laughs> Both <laughs> Both wrong what? Both wrong. Catch yourself on. Hurry up, Van Dyke. Yes. Um, um, what do you call the big lad that, that scored the Benny screamer? Benny Hesslink. The screamer, uh, Bert uh, Conterman. She Dutch. He is, but he's not in the last <laughs> nine. Where am I going with this? Benny Gura Hesslink. Oh yeah, he's on it. Yeah. Right. Um. Is oh, I might be wrong here. Bobby Pett is no Dutch, is Bobby Pett is Dutch. Is he one? No. <laughs> <laughs> You're all seeing them for the same era. You're all. Uh, I'm not too far back. Uh, oh, that's a great shout. See, he's not that daft. He's uh, shown you up. Arthur Newman. No. <laughs> he's that era as well. Right, leave it there. Leave it there. Looking for the last nine Dutchmen to have played in an old firm game Virgil van Dyke, Jan Venegar of Hesselink, and Ronald. Vaterus We'll leave it there Mark Wilson's going to Scoosh this on his own Whilst you sit back and watch So we'll we'll see if you can Come up with any um, It's at that stage now Where every injury To a Scottish player Comes with the next question of Will he be fit for the Euros Ollie McBurney is out for the season He will be a big doubt For the Euros We wish him well We hope he gets fit There's People are going to have Their opinions Gordon On mm. whether he should have Been in the Euro squad anyway And whether he's been as big an asset to the Scotland squad in recent times as people would have hoped, but even if the answer to that is is no, you, you treat that right. That that's that's harsh on him. That's that's very disappointing for him, and we hope he's we hope he's fit and at least in contention. Yeah, exactly. As an individual, Gordon, that's and he's been a big part of it. He's been in all the squad. Uh, well, most of the squads. Mm-hmm. He's been a big part of it. Steve Clark sees something in him that I think that a majority of Scotland fans don't. Um, but tell us what you really think. Yeah, well, that's true. There's a big percentage of the Scottish because they phone in here and they have a go at them. I'm not one of them, um, but it's, it's sad for so the you. Boy. You would have taken them to the Euros anyway. No, we're oh, um, <laughs> all over the place. <laughs> no, I, 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 I don't. I see. I, he would have got away with that if you didn't press exactly. on that. Um, but I just for, individually for a boy, right? Because. Every player wants to play these games. How long? We've waited so long, and there's an opportunity there. He'd be looking forward to it because he would have. He would have been a big, big part of the squad. Of course, he would have been. But we're fingers crossed for the lad. Just for the boy. 
Um, okay. Um, the lad, the boy, the man. Um, he was dying. He's still very much alive, Mark. Would he? I'm Would he have gone to? Would he have gone to the Euros? If it, uh, my feeling would be he, Yeah he probably would have um, Daz, Daz says it perfectly Steve Clark seems to like him Steve Clark is loyal to a lot of his players And McBurney seems to be the one um, I don't really think he's he's done it When he's he's had his chance in a Scotland shirt um, Listen I think she Adams And Lyndon Dykes And even the introduction of Nesbitt um, Listen Griffiths is still on people's minds as well Even though he doesn't play Um I think we've got better options than him at the minute and I know he's playing the, the top week but I don't think it'll be that big a miss if I'm honest, Gordon. Does that open the door then for... I mean, Kevin Nisbet was in the last one and Lauren Shankland wasn't. Does that mean, you know, that Shankland could come back in? There's still Lee Griffiths, one of the most debated Scottish strikers of the last 10 years or so Lee, for various reasons. Lee Griffiths needs a, a massive turnaround, Gordon. Um, <clears throat> there's still time But I think Just watching Lee on Saturday And especially after the game uh, When Celtic were doing the running session He's well behind fitness And I think Steve Clark will be looking Now if Griffiths is a, the fit Sharp Lee Griffiths Of course he's on that bus There's no doubt about it With his ability and his goal scoring ability But I just think he's, had, he's missed too much football this season I think the boy needs to get to the end of the season and then start his preparation for a start, whether it's with Celtic or with another club next year. I just think the Euros will pass Lee Griffiths by. Well, they've got four four league games to go, um, Scottish Cup games. Um, I, I don't think it's enough time for him to salvage this season, to, to put himself uh, in that squad. You know, natural finisher, probably nobody better. Um, we all know that And everybody keeps saying If you get him right and fit mm. But Problem is He's not You kind of get fit And right in four games And then force your way Into a national and team Also that It might just mean that Stevie Clark decides to Take another Midfielder Or another winger Or another striker You know It doesn't need to be that Like for like Does this make Because he's been out injured Does this increase James Forrest's chances of going Does it Create a space elsewhere I don't know Who are the other names That people keep wanting to see in um, yeah, well, David Turnbull uh, Yeah You would imagine If Nathan Patterson's to get in It's, it's going to be instead of Palmer and O'Donnell Rather than No I, d- I, I don't I think you've got to have a set squad Gordon Of so many Like say your three goalkeepers So many defenders So many midfield players I don't think you can leave yourself short Up front I think you've If Burke uh, Sorry if McBurney doesn't go I think you've got to replace him with striker I think you've got to keep the balance of your squad Could be wrong but I think you've got to keep the But the way we play Anyway You know a lot of these games I know we've seen two strikers in the past A lot of them is just one striker yeah, So yeah. that does open the door for me For James Forrest If McBurney isn't making it I would take a gamble On James Forrest Because he's somebody that can play in behind the striker He's somebody that can play up alongside him He's somebody that can play off a side So I would take him I would sacrifice the striker position If McBurney's out and take Forrest uh, Let's bring in Barry on the line And see what's on his mind tonight Hi Barry Good evening, lads. Thanks for taking my call. Pleasure. I I just... There's obviously a lot of players going to go back from Celtic that are on loan. I, I don't think the players that will remain are bad players. I think they've underperformed this season. And I just wonder what the panel think. 
if they cast their minds back to a very, very famous headline involving Inverness when it was a super Cali globalistic Celtic or atrocious. Mm-hmm. Now then we had uh, John Barnes as manager and Martin O'Neill come in the next season and with the exception of, I think, Chris Sutton, Alan Thompson and Didier Agat, he had the same squad that John Barnes had and he won the treble. So I think bringing in the right, co- right calibre manager could lift the, the, the players that underperformed. I just wonder what you guys think of that. Oh, there's no doubt, Mark, and we put a lot of focus on recruitment, but a good manager has to improve what he's got there. First yeah. prob- I mean, that's every bit as important, arguably more so. Yeah, um, you know, and Barry's spot on there about that era. You could probably... You know, say similar to Brendan Rodgers Although Celtic under Ronnie Dyer had won things It was viewed as a kind of squad that was maybe going nowhere well, but he, got, he got more out of Scott Brown, didn't he? Got Scott more Brown, out of Stuart Armstrong, guys Cal like McGregor. that Cal McGregor So managers who come in and can uh, put something different into players And get a better tune at them It's certainly worth their weight in gold um, But I do think the squad is slightly different from that He, he mentioned the players at our own loan who will go back my opinion, I don't think a lot of them could be turned around. I think a lot of damage has been done this season that is irreparable from them, namely Duffy. I think he will go back. I don't think he's worth it. Laxell, I don't think, has been impressive enough to go, oh, I can see you know, a new manager really injecting something um, good into him. So, what about, and there's what another about few. Ilyanusi? I would keep him. At the right price, I well, would well, keep What's him. the right price then? What are <laughs> you going up to? I don't whatever Celtic can afford no, I'm asking you I'm not interested in I don't have the money um, Well Ballpark well, right Because you're saying I, you know, I'd keep them if the price was right Well if they offer You know A million quid Obviously you're going to keep them But how yeah. much do you want to keep them That's what I mean I think you could Look in the region of For Celtic Million or say Six million say Would you, would you go that far um, No I'd probably no? stop at f- Three and a half Oh right okay that <laughs> Maybe so specific. You might struggle to get them for that then uh, that's what I'm saying Gordon If the price is right I, Look If you've got bags and bags of money uh, Like down in England Six million oh, All day long But it's Celtic Obviously the wages will come in it could, I just think there's a tune in El Yunusi I think there's something about this guy I know that he's come in for a bit of criticism Watched him at the weekend And if he's played in the right position The right formation I think El Yunusi can give you a lot I keep him as well. I have been critical. How much? Of Three and a half million, or have you got <laughs> another seven five? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I would listen. I would to stretch out a wee bit. Now, what was he bought before? So sixteen, uh, I think. sixteen. So obviously his value has dropped significantly. Um, I, I would stretch it to probably double what Daz says because seven. Listen, he's well. That's the type of fee what, Celtic have spent I'll on go seven one hundred on, on Julian and, and five million in a Yeti. Yeah. And you've got a, a winger A winger if you want to call him that Wherever he plays Because he plays in a number of positions Who scored 19 goals this season In you an know, underperforming team In an underperforming and, team yeah. And on the European stage And some of the goals he scores mm. Are terrific The problem with me well You know see is He just drops out of games completely mm. You know he, he just disappears And the games he doesn't score Then people say What has he brought And that's mm. the problem I like the, the comparison Barry You know the, the, the Martin O'Neill thing And you mentioned You know it was only three players But I mean, they they were three important players they brought in, weren't they? They would have played you know, the vast majority. John, Sut- John, Chris Sutton, um, six six million quid at the time. You know, back in in two thousand. So it, a couple of key signings it would need to be then, would it not? 
I think you're looking at a, you're looking at a couple of key signings, especially in defence. But I just think a lot, a lot of people, uh, Celtic fans in particular, they're really too quick to say get rid of a lot of players. Whereas I think probably after that headline we got uh, beat by uh, Vernes Galley, it was at the time. Uh, I, I, I was shouting for the players to be let go then at the time. Mm. But when you th- when you look back and think on it, he had the same squad. Barring those three players that he bought, I wonder, Barry. Though is there not a, there's a numbers element to this as well, where you're you're talking about you know the performance levels, but some of the, a lot, and you did acknowledge it earlier, but I think it's worth revisiting. A lot of that Celtic team w- will not be there because they're loan players, you know, not because that they're not good or what. But you know, as as Mark pointed out earlier, go across the back line, John Joe Kenny won't be there. I, I'd imagine Diego Laxalt won't be there. Shane Duffy won't be there. And there's still question marks over the goalkeeper, and there's talk about Patrick Clamalla. So even even numbers wise, I know what you're saying about yeah. it only took three key signings, but it's just going to is it going to take more than that just to just to balance up the squad? I think it's going to take more than three this time. I, there's a lot of similarities, but I, I do think there's going to need more than three. I mean, the, the most important well, there's a lot of important positions, but. The goalkeeper situation. I, I think Celtic got it wrong by letting Craig Gordon go because I think they thought they had Fraser Foster in the bag, and I think they made a mistake then. Barkas, I just don't think he's Celtic quality for me. Uh, I, I they need to address the goal the goalkeeping position definitely. Yeah, and obviously the obvious one is Scott Brown. I mean, the captain goes Gordon, mm-hmm. so there's there's an unavoidable. Job there, not even taking into account how good they are, and you know how how you who you kind of want to replace. There's just people you're simply going to have to because they won't I th- be. I, th- I think looking at Celtic the uh, next season, Gordon, I think you could get into a double figure replacement. I really do. I think it's that big a turnaround. Seriously, yeah. You look at goalkeeper. You look at maybe back four because well, she signed a new contract, and I do. Think the boy deserves it, but I don't think he'll start next next year. That's five alone for me. You look Brown in the middle of part six. You look at Edward up front seven. Will Christie be there? You know, so all of a sudden, and then you've got Clamala. They'll try and get a Yeti out. Will they though? You're saying you're presenting these as fact. Some of this. No, you. you a new manager fact. might be able to get a tune out of a I've, Yeti. I'll tell you what. He'll need some guitar. There's absolutely no <laughs> chance you're going to get a tune out of him. Is that not where the next World Cup's been held? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it, says, it says guitar instead of guitar. Otherwise, it would have been a good point. <laughs> you messed up. <laughs> is that but, next? I know that is because it's next to the United the States, States of, Arab, of the Arab, right. isn't it? But I do think, yeah, I think you could be looking at a. Usually a mm. ten player turnaround. I'll give you over five. A wonderful a wonderful <laughs> stretch to double figures. Anyway, thank you. Barry, what about this full time teaser? Oh. You lot are looking for the last nine Dutchmen to have played in an old firm game. You've got Virgil van Dijk, Jan Venegur of Hesselink and Ronald Vatrus. Surely Michael Moles must be there. Don't say no. <laughs> no. Seriously right. it, it, It's the last nine Stop naming them all From the same era Now that uh, I've told you That that era is Is Frimponga Yes Well done Daz Well done, well done. Thank God uh, Mark 
don't know Did Edson Braffide play in one? Yes, yes. That's oh, a great show. Wilson you, you are redeeming yourself Yeah. Also played in the World Cup final Chris sent that one in uh, C McG91 Chris sent that in um, you, you weren't having him at all were you? <laughs> no Especially when I switched on the TV And seen him in the World Cup final I thought oh my goodness How's that happened? Who, how many have we got Gordon Because I'm really keen on uh, this We'll get the rest next Number one For football In Glasgow and the West 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Like a Mensa meeting In here at that break Listening to these two Trying to come up with the answers To this teaser honestly Some of the names Some of the theories Flying about Quite entertaining Can you name The last nine Dutchmen To have played In an old firm game Jeremy Frimpong Virgil van Dijk Jan Venegar of Hesselink And Ronald Vatrus That's what you've got so far Now during the break uh, Gordon admitted that he thought the question was Players that have scored <laughs> In an old firm game Until we pointed out That Ronald Vatrus Was a goalkeeper And yeah, goalkeeper is un- goals. unlikely yeah. to have scored So you've, you've got the question yet It's only yeah. been 25 minutes We've, we've got I've Braffide got an as well We've got him didn't we, Oh sorry Edson yeah. Braffide My apologies Yeah Evander Snow That's a brilliant shout from you Great shout a, That is well a, done a pleasure to watch you at work Got another one as well I thought I'd an R2 Big striker Oh Van Hoydonk <laughs> No <laughs> Hold on a minute Right I said the last nine I told you De Boer was wrong <laughs> Michael Moles was wrong And you've gone for a guy That left in what 1998 oh, or something He's giving it in the break what Van Hoydonk Van Hoydonk <laughs> I said yeah Van Hoydonk You say that Do you know the worst he was I actually watched him When Celtic played White was it Whitehall or something through Easter Road? Whitehall, thirty years oh, ago. White. Oh, the welfare, the welfare. exactly. Oh. And he scored that day. Well, he scored the ninety-five cup final, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was a long time ago. Yeah, just didn't make what the about Rickson there? Yes, Fernando Rickson is on the list. Okay, we'll leave it there. You've only got two to get. We'll try and get them between now and the end <laughs> of the show. <laughs> Uh, right, let's bring in William, who is a Celtic fan. Uh, you looking ahead to the, looking forward, William, to the game at the weekend? Are you a confident Celtic fan? Yeah, I am. I'm pretty confident. I, I think grieving guys. Uh, I know the transition point's been made there, but I think Celtic when uh, when Lennon came in in second time there, we lost key players. We lost Tierney. We lost Bayata. We lost Lustig and we lost Sinclair. You know, so there was four big players there. Mm-hmm. You know, and we still and we had to buy Julian, brought in Taylor, brought in Frimpong. You know, so I think the turnover is still quite high. You know what Gordon's talking about, but I think we're still obviously we still need to build our back four again. You know, we we Julian been out, but to go on about the game uh, at the weekend, I think I think Rangers like to score the first goal. You know, I think they're a lot more comfortable when Rangers score when they score the first goal. I think if Celtic score the goal, then I think Rangers struggle. You know, I think I, I think they're quite happy Rangers to sit in and uh, and and hang their lead. You know, uh, protect their lead. I think uh, systems wise, I think uh, Kennedy is no he's sort of a bend the uh, the diamond shape. Mm-hmm. And with Forrest coming back, if Forrest can make it, then I think we could maybe match Rangers up and play the four three three. But if Forrest doesn't make it, I think we'll probably go back. I would like to see him go back to the diamond because I think we had success under that. But uh, I don't think Kennedy actually likes that. You know, I don't know what the guys think of that. Yeah, Mark, how important or how much does Celtic's game plan hinge on the availability of James Forrest? I think it does. Uh, I think if he's fit, 
I don't think there's any doubt about um, the system and the personnel he goes with. I think he sticks with what what was uh, there at the weekend against Livingston. If he's not fit, he doesn't make it. Then you've got to look through that Celtic team and say who would you play right of of a four two three one. What what would you rather do then? Play Ryan Christie or someone else on the right of a four two three one, or revert to, to the diamond. What's what's the bigger up? What's the the mm. biggest upheaval out of those two options? Um, yeah, it's a good question. I probably would go back to the diamond, seeing the William success agrees. that I had at Ibrox. Um, even though Celtic lost the game I thought they were dominant in that Especially that first half Diamond's a weird one isn't it right Because it clearly made Celtic Better than what they were mm-hmm. But is it safe to say that There's an acknowledgement And you can see now that Celtic have Kind of moved away from it Not, not many teams sort of set out to play a diamond at the moment It's mm-hmm. not it's not particularly in fashion mm-hmm. formation I could be wrong I can't think of many Just off the top of my head Can't think of many teams that that play it and you think, oh yeah, you know that that's that's the system yeah. for us. But Celtic stumbled upon it. I'd be surprised if Neil Lennon and John Kennedy sat down at the start of the season and thought, here's our go-to yeah. shape if mm. we we're, we're not playing well. Um, I don't yeah, think three, many five, people two, think. Wonder. Well, it was three five two. Then personnel affected that four mm. two three one. Mm. Personnel affected that. So they kind of stumbled across it, and it did make them a wee bit better. But I, I still wasn't entirely convinced it was a great formation for I don't I don't think there's any chance in Sunday Gordon. I could be wrong, I'll be showing the teams in here. But I think that if Forrest is out on Sunday, I think he'll stick with a four, two, three, one. And put a Ryan Christie yeah, in. I do. I know that it sort of uh, unbalances him in the right hand side, but I think when you look at El Yanusi, the tune you get out of him. Turnbull I thought Edward looked a lot more Comfortable mm. coming and playing in that shape Brown and McGregor in the middle of the part So to go back to the diamond And reshuffle everything for one player And James Forrest is a big player for him In that system I totally agree with that I think that he'll stick with Going with Christie in the four-two-three-one. Yeah because the, the diamond Would you I was going to say would you leave out El Yunusi you, you wouldn't necessarily leave him out But you'd need to move him probably Yeah or, or leave him out but Yeah one you, you probably push him up um, Beside Edward But listen, I just don't think it's A formation that suits most teams Like you say And I would like to see him stick with 4-2 William you mentioned The kind of theory about You know sitting in and whatnot. Celtic took the lead in the last game Is that right? Correct me if I'm wrong Yes What did Celtic do well then William? What did they need to do Better to try and get that first one of the season In this fixture? Uh, I think it's a hard one, you know. I think Rangers are obviously a lot of Rangers fans in, in come on and said that they're, they're a unit. They play as a unit, and then everybody knows their position. So, I think it's. I mean, for Celtic, for Celtic, we seem to be stumbling to one to another and individuals, you know. But I just think we need to have a team performance, and I think it's important we score first. I think it's really important we score first. Uh, I think when you thought about Elanusi coming in, one. Uh, if you're going to play that diamond, I think Celtic, you've got to have your players playing. You need you need Edward to turn up. You know Brown's going to turn up. You know Turnbull. Turnbull, I mean, I don't think even a Yeti, even if he did come on as a sub, I don't think he's even played in uh, at the Glasgow Derby. So I think, I think Celtic need to score first. It's kind of reminded me of the game where where Mark played in, I think it was a two each game. It was a Scottish Cup game as well. Mm-hmm. It was the fifth round, I think, rather than the fourth round. And it was the, the Bruni, the Bruni game, I think it was, you know. But 
It started to remind me of that. You know, I think both both teams will score. I think. I think it. I think it's. I, I don't. I don't think uh, team will score. Uh, I think there'll be a goal in it. You know. I think it's a tight game. You know. I think both teams will score. Maybe two one either way. You know. That's the way I look at it. Yeah, I liked that earlier, Mark. You kicked off the show saying that you gen- it felt different. It felt like a cup yeah. tie. I've always wondered if that's just a sort of nonsense that we project on a fixture from the outside. When actually, to the players, it's like oh, look, it's the same, same sport, same game. You cross the white line, and you, but you, 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 felt, you yeah. felt that too all day. The Bruni game as William called it. It felt like a cup tie. It uh, felt yeah, different. of course it does because you know there's no coming back for it. Uh, you know, I know this uh, went to replay, but the tie over both those games, you know, you can't call it back. The league that year, if you look at the league that year, we were we were ahead of Rangers. We had the upper hand for all of the way, but Rangers called it back and ended up winning the title. That's not possible in a cup game. And there was a sense of that that day at Ibrox that both teams just were let loose and they went for it and it served up for a terrific uh, 90 minutes Was that the last time that they met at roughly this stage of the competition? I think so I mean yeah. surely he, he'll be doing some television appearances mm. this weekend if that's the Big case time. I mean, oh, it. Well, Keep your eyes peeled on Sunday and it might be a wee performance he's Not live not live. I was going to say I thought you were in here A wee pre-record yeah. That's good Glad to get the haircut after that last I can oh, sit oh, through that again Haley Hansen jacket was on Oh Claire Bolden I can not sit through that again Absolutely I don't know why they go for him because I can't even remember him and I'm sure I'm one of many Listen I can't remember the game Yeah apparently you did play that day no, didn't he? Yeah, Did according he? to your parody Twitter account, you did play that day. The Jock McStay, uh, Duncan uh, Ferguson, you did. I don't understand no. why you can't or how you can't that. remember that. It's quite a memorable fixture. Yeah. Anyway, thank you, William. We'll leave it there. Right, two more on this teaser. Struggling. Both Celtic. Struggling. Both Celtic. Mm-hmm. Give us a clue, because I'll probably. The Dutch. Yeah, that's a good one. Caps. Um, one of them. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Right, okay, I'll tell you. I'm out. One of them is your era. Ooh, I think. And the other one, the other one is, the other one's the Brendan Rogers era. I see you've forgotten about this. Borector. No, no. Did no. I say Borector no, no. before? Don't say him. It must be a goalie. A goalie in there. Hurry up. De Vries. Doris De Vries, remember? Oh yeah. Came in yeah. straight away, played, and the one your era. Come on Centre back Our defender Thank you Jos Hoyfeld No No Hope I've got this right With Yuri You must have crossed over With this guy Initials Went Played for the likes of Sheffield Wednesday Sunderland down south I have no idea Oh no um, No I don't Glenn Leuvens Oh no But Glenn <laughs> About 100 games in. Of course you did oh. uh, Right thank you Mark And Gordon We are back tomorrow At 6 o'clock We're looking forward To speaking to you then So make sure you join us I wonder what Hugh Keevans Has got on his mind Callum Gallagher Is up next